For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by donation from Ichigo, and this is what he has to say. Hi Sandman, I discovered MGTOW by stumbling across A Voice for Men, and by chance I found one of your videos, and I've taken MGTOW to heart. It's essentially a formal declaration of a man's independence from women and societal norms. As I've said through my rantings in the comments, I've always been single, and I've never really been involved with women. What used to be a source of shame, I now take as a badge of pride, as I've never had to deal with the bullshit of dating and women at large. So thanks for offering me red pills on a daily basis. I would like you to cover the idea of women in combat. While most cultures have ultimately decided that women have no place in the brutality of war as combatants, as that has always been the job of the brave or disposable male. Yet, women have made their way into war in the past, such as Bodhitsa, Joan of Arc, as well as the resistance fighters of World War II in France, as well as in Poland, as well as the female partisans and snipers of the Soviet Union. While the idea of women in combat is hard for the Western world to stomach, Kurdish women are fighting alongside men in Syria as we speak. There are a lot of factors that make women in combat controversial, such as them meeting the same standards as men, how will they interact with each other on the battlefield, as well as the ever-present issue of sexual assault and pregnancy. What do you think? Is the world ready to see women butchering the same as men are? And what does that mean for men? Could this be another form of woman invading male spaces? Well, Ichigo, you bring up some very interesting points, and I'm going to try to cover some of your points, but I also think that the wars of the 21st century are going to involve a lot of women fighting in them. The United States is pushing to build an unmanned army at this point in time. We are seeing more unpiloted drones and ground assault vehicles. If you don't believe me, then take a look at the article I'm adding in the description below. The article is called, Army Prepares to Replace Thousands of Troops with Military Robots. Government as well as private contract soldiers are about to start losing their jobs in droves. This is a quote from that particular article. According to McLeary, the general says he envisions a smaller, more lethal, deployable and agile force in the Army's future. The Military Times reports that the Army is on track to cut its number of soldiers by 60,000 before 2015 is over, and then could trim just as much by 2019 to bring that total number of soldiers, human troops, down to 420,000. And below that article in the comment section, someone posted that robots don't get sick, have children, get divorced, need holidays, or die and they are also tax-deductible, unlike humans. So what does that have anything to do with female soldiers, you ask? Well, 
I think it was Girl Writes What that said if humans developed machines that could do construction jobs, then women would start demanding and complaining about how they've been pushed out of construction for so long, and how we would need more women working and doing construction jobs. Of course, there would be no mention made of how these jobs were dangerous and men were always dying doing them. All that would be mentioned would be the idea of equal opportunity for women. This is where I see the army of the future heading. More women working in bunkers, running drones and airplanes through remote control. And women typically make better soldiers from a mental perspective, because they are better at taking orders than men. Men are more likely to question and disobey orders that they see as either morally or ethically wrong. Growing up, I remember watching the Terminator films and fearing that artificial intelligence was going to kill off mankind. Now I'm more worried that if automated weapon systems become universal, and if enough women gain access to this type of technology, then we might see a turn of events against men. Imagine armies of women controlling robots in bunkers and sending them out to kill off and hunt men. Female soldiers in bunkers don't have to worry about being sexually assaulted or raped, yet they can go off and kill men from the comfort of their climate-controlled buildings in Nevada. This is what the female soldiers of the 21st century are going to be all about, and there will be more women operating these types of weapons, and there will be less men on the actual battlefields. The same thing is going to happen to the military that already happened to corporate America. In corporate America, we already see men making up a small portion of the senior staff, while women are the middle management, and men and women below them are the worker drones. And I believe the same thing is going to happen to the American military as well. Male generals and female colonels and robotic commanders beneath them. And below them, you'll probably still see what few men do remain in the military, either repairing, maintaining, monitoring the drones on the ground or in foreign countries. The age of the professional male soldier is starting to come to an end, and women are about to enter the military in droves. The drone pilots don't need to be fit or know how to fire a gun. All they need to know is how to operate a computer and take orders. The female soldiers of the future could be overweight and eat McDonald's from their computers while killing professionally trained men on the other side of the world. If you watch the latest Terminator film, it's the female image that appears on many of the screens in the film in the place of Skynet. Skynet, essentially, is a female. The Terminators of the future might be built by men and run by women. It's a scary thought indeed. It doesn't matter that Kurdish women are fighting alongside Syrian men in combat today. If NATO and the American army get involved in the battles, then the robots will slaughter both male and female soldiers. And if women increasingly become seen as enemy combatants, then if a woman holds up a frying pan, she'll get shot down, and the robot killers will swarm all over her. Men are socialized not to kill or harm women, and instead protect them. And I believe that women, on the other hand, would not have a problem killing other women. If a woman is willing and able to kill another woman at the push of a button, then I believe that society will see female nature in a completely different light. Female soldiers could be seen as war criminals, but the thing about automated warfare is, who are we to blame? The robot, the general, the person pushing the button, or someone else? The Geneva Convention set up after the Second World War limited the behavior of individual male soldiers in armies as well as the men in their chain of command. And how does the responsibility in the chain command work when 
private female contractors are killing people by remote control. Another interesting thing about the changes in warfare has a lot to do with male and female interactions. During the Second World War in France, as well as in many other countries that the Germans were occupying, once those countries were captured by the Germans, women would be seen sleeping with the invading forces of German men. They seemed not to have any loyalty whatsoever to the men that were already there. And when the Americans or Russians invaded German-held territories, then the women would start getting frisky with the Allied soldiers. The same thing happened in the Korean War, as well as Vietnam. But if the future wars are fought with robots, women don't really have the option of having sex with the foreign invaders, because they will be in bunkers on the other side of the world. Yet men in their own country could easily be killed off. What then? Personally, I think that women in war-torn societies would increasingly try to get the attention of what few males remain. Another thing that women complain about in the army today is about the rape culture in the military and that men are using them for sex. An army full of drones will eliminate the allegations of sexual assault. There's a popular saying in the army that goes like this, hurry up and wait, which essentially means that being in the military can be boring as most of the time there's basically nothing to do. So if you're a woman and there are many bored men around you in the barracks and they're essentially sexually frustrated, then as a woman, you might be subjected to male human nature. I'm not saying that men should be allowed to make irresponsible advances on their fellow soldiers, especially if they're females. But odds are, it's going to happen. When men and women are living in close quarters with each other, there's bound to be some sexual tension. If you're a woman that likes having lots of sex with dozens of men, then joining the army might be the right thing for you. I read an article about women in the most recent war in Iraq, and here's a quote from one of the male soldiers about what he thinks about female soldiers. There are only three kinds of females the men let into the military. A bitch, a hoe, or a dyke, says Montoya, a soldier who carried a knife for protection. This guy out there, he told me he thinks the military sends women over there to give the guys eye candy and to keep them sane. He said in Vietnam they had prostitutes to keep them from going crazy, but they don't have those in Iraq, so they have women soldiers instead. This means that if you're a butch dyke, then most guys will basically leave you alone. If you're a whore, then you can get lots of sex from many different guys. But if you don't sleep with men, and you're married, and you're effectively classified as a bitch, the men will see you as a tease. Unfortunately, this is the way that things are right now. But with the coming robotic armies, all of the sexual politics are about to be taken off the table when it comes to the military. Again, I can see warfare in the future resembling something out of the latest Robocop film, with the few soldiers on the ground controlling tons of robots all around them. Anyways, thanks to Ichigo for getting me to cover this topic. And the woman dressed up as a female soldier in this video is the closest woman that I've ever met to being a Nawalt. Just the fact... Just the fact that she agreed to do this photo shoot. Just the fact that she agreed to do this photo shoot in the cold and rain. Just the fact that she agreed to do this photo shoot on a cold and rainy day in a dangerous and abandoned place, is enough to make most men think that she's possibly in a Walt. The place in the photos was torn down just last summer, and it was called the Barber Paper Mill. It was the first factory or industrial facility with hydroelectric power in the world. And last summer, it was completely demolished, even though it was a heritage site. It was also an awesome place to take photos. 
Anyways, thanks to everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big